What's up, everyone? This is The Rooney Show, a podcast with idioms, facts, and theories around wellness, or at least what I think wellness is, sharing some things that make me feel good, perform better, and just generally speaking, feel well. Before we get into the title topic about the five love languages for children, let me recap what's gone on over the last month, because I it's been a month since I posted a podcast, and I can't even really believe it's been that long. It's crazy. So, I know in some of the prior shows and some of the prior posts on Facebook and Instagram, uh, I was talking about my basement project. You know, we're building out the basement and finishing it, um, putting a home gym in the basement along with uh, an office for work slash podcast studio. So it's kind of a multi-purpose area for me. We're finishing out the whole basement, but I'll have my own rec area, I guess we'll call it. So glad to say that I'm no longer the one working on it. <laughs> so uh, if, you, if, this, if this is your first time listening, I studied out that basement, um, hung the drywall, started to do the mud because the finishers, uh, you know, it was hard to get them to commit to a date. Um, and it felt like it just kept getting pushed back. So I started doing the mud work myself, which I had no intention of doing. And I'm happy to say I'm not doing the mud work. The finishers are there. And hopefully it'll be done this week as far as the drywall mud, which uh, hopefully it's a quick domino effect after that. You know, we'll get the electric finished, um, like faces on the covers and the ceiling fans hung up, switches done, paint, flooring, and then furniture. God willing. All right. There's more than that. There's doors and some other stuff too. But anyways, so uh, work, full-time job. Uh I'm a property adjuster for an insurance company. I deal a lot with uh, storm restoration, water restoration, um, fire damage. And uh, it's it's been a quick start to the spring storm season. I'm from Iowa. We were hit with two storms um, that pretty much swept through central Iowa into eastern Iowa. And uh, that's just exploded with work um so backlog on work added up very quickly um but i kind of rather be busy than than sitting around so there's pros to it uh there's pros and cons to everything you know so anyways let's rewind back to april 1st or uh at least late march april 1st april 1st was the start of my r3 challenge Um, Go check it out on Facebook. I'll do another one throughout the year. Um, I I would like to do multiple, but we'll see how this goes. The R3 challenge. Let me break that down real quick in case you missed it. It consists of three different things. Reading, running, and relationships. So reading. The uh, goal or the task for reading was to read for 15 minutes. Something that is either personal development related um, non-fictional, something that, yeah, personal development related. We'll, we'll just sum it up like that. Okay. And it's 15 minutes every single day for the entire month. Um, what I'm reading, and this is what the title topic is, uh, the five long love languages for children. That's my book. We'll get into that in a little while. Next bullet point here, uh, running now running could consist of uh, jogging, walking, jump rope, calisthenics, 
uh, just any form of cardio. I'm not, I love weight training. I have nothing against it, but that's not part of the goal here. The goal is to get your heart rate up and sustained. Um, 15 minutes was the minimum. I kind of figure if, if you're going to do 15 minutes at that point, you're already warmed up. Maybe you'll go for 20 minutes. Maybe you'll go for 25 minutes. And if not, at least you did the 15 minutes. And uh, yeah, there's, there's no stipulation on distance or intensity. It's just do cardio for 15 minutes. And relationships. That is the third one. Relationships is a little bit different. Um, what I suggested to people um, and what I've been doing myself is, you know, do something with your kids if you have kids. Um, to build a better relationship. It's a common theme here if you haven't picked it up already. Uh, reach out to friends that you haven't talked to in a while um, or meet up with somebody that you do talk to often, but maybe not in person. Uh, reach out to family members, see how they're doing. Uh, just build relationships and maintain relationships. So maintaining the relationships uh, is probably... A little bit easier to do than build them. I feel like when I say build relationships, maybe that's uh, taken as I need to go out and network and meet new people and um, and build re new relationships. That's not exactly it. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I encourage it. Um, I'm a huge fan of networking. I love to meet new people, talk to them, and you know, there's always a I know a guy kind of thing going on. So nothing wrong with building new relationships, but the goal is to at least maintain or improve the current ones. So those are the three bullet points. Um, you know, I've, I've stuck to it. There's a handful of people in the group, the Facebook R3 army is what I called it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm posting in there. Some other guys are posting in there. Um, it's a great little group. I had the intention of creating the group to, uh, you know, have a, a, a group of like-minded people, all kind of encouraging each other or at least showing what they're doing, sharing some ideas um, and and just kind of build up on it. Uh, something of a mastermind, but long ways to go, long ways to go. So we've got all the time in the world to get there. So I'm not too concerned about uh, the size of the group or, or anything like that. But I'm not sharing a lot of content on my Facebook page, if you haven't noticed, but I am sharing content in the group page. So the group page for the R3 challenge is more specific to um, the R3 challenge, not the Rooney show, but they are kind of one and the same. I mean, I'm promoting it through the Rooney show and it's a part of the Rooney show, but it's a, it's a separate entity. Like I said, I would like to have the Rooney show and then kind of this uh, R3 group as a mastermind, uh, people sharing ideas. So the incentive behind the group, uh, it was a $50 prize. So it doesn't matter if you ran the most miles, um, if you read the most books, if you reached out to the most people, uh, it doesn't matter. The point of the $50 prize uh, is to get people to join and then you can take that $50 and it'll be anybody. It's at random. All you had to do was participate. Um, but somebody will get the $50 and the only stipulation on it was do something good with it. Okay. And that kind of goes into my fourth point. This also starts with an R. Um, I'm thinking about integrating this in the future. 
as this page and this group grows. And that's reinvestment. Okay, so what does reinvestment mean to me in, in regards to the R3 challenge, which would technically make it the R4 challenge. But uh, reinvestment, the $50 prize is meant to do something good. So if you win it, you can donate it. Okay, um, if you win it, personally, what I, I like to do, um, and I encourage other people to do it because this also builds up on relationships and you can give back at the same time. Take that $50, go to the grocery store, go with the intent of buying food for someone else. Um, if you have kids, I encourage you to take them with or, or take somebody with you if you wanna share the experience, but go with the intent of buying things for someone else. Then take that food to a food bank, okay? Uh, you could also, you know, go buy toys or school supplies or, or whatever, and then go donate that money or those supplies, um, to a, a nonprofit or to a school or to a church or, or whatever. Now, if you are behind on your light bill, you don't have groceries in the cupboards, take that $50 and use it for yourself. Um, because sometimes people just need a fucking hand, not a handout, be very clear about that. Not a handout. You just need some help. So again, this group is only a half a dozen people. I don't sense that anybody uh, is struggling to that, you know, degree. Everybody struggles to some degree, but I don't, uh, not that I'm aware of, you know, somebody, I need the $50 to put groceries in the cupboard. Um, but shit, if that's the fucking case, by all means do so. You participated in the challenge. You knocked out all three of the tasks every day of the month. Um, do what you see fit. So now let's go on with my notes here. Um, ba, 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 talked about the challenge prize. Okay. Yeah. The individual can do whatever they want with the money. Um, the cash prize. Let's jump into the book, the book I'm reading for the challenge. Um, this book is long overdue. I should have read this a long time ago and that's the five love languages for children. And the reason I picked that book for this challenge um, was to improve communication with my kids. Um, now, if you don't know much about the love languages, once this podcast is over, go check out the love languages for marriage, go check out the love languages for children. Now, with all that being said, before I even really dive into some of the notes here, uh, I'm not perfect. No one expects you to be perfect. If you read the books, it's a way to uh, improve, you know, yourself. Um, it's part of personal development. You know, when I first started hearing about the, the five love languages and these uh, different things, I never looked at it as a personal development. I looked at it as self-help and my ego, I believe my ego was like, I don't need help. I'm surviving. I'm doing fine. Okay. Now, and that's always been my mindset growing up, um, as a kid into, you know, early adulthood into my twenties. And now I'm in my mid ish thirties. I'll be 34 in a month. Crazy. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, I just, I guess I had this association with self-help and weakness and that's not necessarily the case. And I'd like to really make that point before I go any further in the podcast. Um, these books 
You know, maybe, maybe you think personal development is just another way of branding self-help. And if that's what you think, so fucking be it. I really don't care. But uh, personal development to me means working on yourself. And I mean, that, that is kind of self-help. So if that's the case, it is what it is. But I don't think it should be associated with weakness or any of the uh, stigmas that go along with that. Okay. Things like the books are going to make you a better person. They're going to make you a stronger person. Things like these challenges, the R3 challenge, um, or any of the other challenges that are out there. There's a million of them, um, all to, you know, develop some sort of discipline, uh, integrity, you know, some sort of like courage, uh, a more, some sort of moral standing, you know, finding yourself and working on yourself so you can put that on display to those around you. Um, and I don't mean like to show off, but you can just be authentic. You don't have to go around with this, uh, ego, right? These are all kind of ego crushing things. Um, things are just too, there's nothing wrong with being proud. Okay. Or having pride in what you do and who you are, but sometimes you got to tamp down the ego and, and find some help. I think I've ranted about that enough. So let's move on. Uh, let's see here. Five love languages for children. I started the book to improve communication with my kids. Um, you know, my, my youngest, he's, uh, three, my middle one, she's six and my oldest is nine. Um, none of them communicate the same. And there's an obvious difference when you communicate with a three-year-old versus a nine-year-old. Um, and as the book says, once you get into those like, uh, preteen years, right? So eight, nine, 10, 11, um, man, those are some interesting times. And I, I haven't hit the teenage years yet. I know some of these listeners, you guys have teenage kids. Uh, but man, I wish I would have read this book sooner. Um, so I could have understood communicating with my oldest, you know, nine, you know, well, when you start to communicate with the kid, so less than nine years ago, uh, it probably would have made things a little bit easier now, um, because we butt heads all the time, you know, God's honest truth. Um, I think everybody probably butts heads with their kids. I know I butted heads with my parents. Uh, I can confidently say, and I'll, I'll go into this, that my parents probably didn't read many of these books, um, for whatever reason. So anyways, uh, what have I learned so far? It, you know, I'm going off my note sheet here. Um, I wish I would have known about this book, uh, before I had kids, I probably would have read it then. So I had a little bit better understanding on how to communicate with a toddler or with a six year old or with a, you know, a nine year old. Um, it may, it might've made things easier. I don't know. So, um, no matter how young or old your kids are, I suggest picking up the book and giving it a read. Maybe if you have grandkids, it's probably worth reading. Um, so you can communicate with, uh, with younger kids or maybe still try to discover, you know, if you have an adult child, um, their love language, just understanding what the love languages are in general. Um, you know, and the love languages, I guess before I go too far, are uh, words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, quality time, physical touch. Uh, and all of these, you know, I'm not going to explain the books to you, but those are the five love languages. 
Um, I didn't even know what my love language was until I was like 30 years old. Um, and that's when I read the marriage book was in my early thirties. And again, a book I wish I would have read 10 years sooner. Um, but circling back to the book for kids, uh, kind of an unexpected outcome. This is something to anticipate, uh, when you're reading the book is it might bring up some feelings from your childhood. You know, it certainly has for me. Uh, I would read, I'm reading this book and I'm still reading it. I'm only halfway through, but you know, I'd read some of these things. I'm like, man, only if my dad would have communicated with me in this way or communicated with my brother in this way. Um, or maybe that my parents, you know, maybe they should have worked on figuring out what each other's love languages are. And I could go deep dive into family history, um, but I'm not going to. But if we just scratch the surface, love languages was not a priority. Um, priorities, my interpretation of priorities, looking back as a kid, um, for my parents were drugs and alcohol. Uh, and that sums it up. So when I go into this book and I'm like, man, I, I feel like I was kind of partly robbed. Uh, and I don't mean like this boohoo, poor me thing, but I'm like, gosh, you know, I'm so glad that I'm reading this book so I can try to pass down information to my kids, um, and do things with them that, that help them, uh, understand what love is and how it's unconditional and it's not conditional. And, you know, just because we talk in a certain way or we have these certain, you know, habits doesn't mean we like one kid more than the other, or we like, you know, we don't like you or, or whatever. The book has a bunch of suggestions on things to do with different age kids. Um, and when you're reading it, you can kind of pick up on it. You're like, Oh, you know, my middle kid, like she really enjoys that. It, then there's that aha moment. The book has a bunch of aha moments. I've got nine years worth of aha moments uh, spread across three kids to catch up on, right? So again, if you have kids, teens, preteens, pick up the book, go check it out. Um, depending on your childhood, there might be some unintended consequences, uh, might be some unintended thoughts that arise and make you, you know, not necessarily dwell or, or think badly about your childhood, but you might have some aha moments that go back to your childhood too. And it might not be bad ones. They might be good ones. Like, Oh yeah. You know what? My mom used to do that. She probably knew that my love language was, you know, words of affirmation. And she was always telling me how much she loved, you know, this, that, or the other, she was trying to communicate with me and I just didn't know how to be receptive of it. You know? So again, just an example, uh, moving on. Um, let's see here. So in closing, you know, kind of what I'd like to, to go over, I'll post a link for a YouTube video from uh, Gary Chapman. He goes over the five love languages for children. He goes over the book. Um, it is not a substitute for reading the book. I can tell you that um, you definitely need to sit down and read the book and to, to fully soak up everything. You need to sit down and read the book. Um, YouTube videos aren't going to do it. Audiobooks 
I do enjoy audiobooks. However, uh, at least with a paperback book, you can tab it. You can tab it and put notes in. You can write little reminders and sticky notes and things like that. Uh, so in a year from now or two years from now or five years from now or, you know, 15 years from now, if you pass this book down to your kids, um, you can have some sticky notes and things in there that they can look back and read. So there's nothing wrong with audio versions, but a hardback or a hard copy that you tab out, put some sticky notes in, um, could be a value. Okay. You can look at it again as a resource. You can share it with your kids 15 years from now. Um, I know one of the things I really enjoyed after my, uh, my grandparents passed away and we pretty much inherited all their stuff with some of the notebooks that they had. I'm going back and reading journal entries and notes, things from my grandma about, you know, different, uh, situations that were going on in the family, getting per some perspective on it as an adult, uh, really helped me understand what was going on during my childhood. And yeah, so get a hard book, put some sticky notes in it, you know, share it with a friend. Don't share the sticky notes with a friend, but <laughs> share the book with a friend. This book actually was uh, shared to my family from another family. Um, but yeah, put some sticky notes in it, write some things down, use it as a reference and uh, just keep going. That's the only thing I can really tell you guys. Just keep going. No matter what it is you're doing, whether it's uh, personal development, um, you know, something with physical fitness, you're trying to uh, get your degree, whatever it is. Maybe you're just trying to get out of a slump, right? I've been there, done that more than once. Uh, you just got to keep going. So that's all I've got. Can't believe it's been a month. Um, I surely will not let this go another month uh, before I post a podcast. You know, I'll have a, I'll have a follow-up for sure about the ending of the R3 challenge. Um, go check out the Rooney show on Facebook. That's where most of the activity is going to be at this point. Um, there is an Instagram and a Twitter. I haven't been super active on Instagram or Twitter. And again, I've hardly been active actually really on the uh, Facebook page outside of the R3 challenge group. Cause that's kind of where my focus has been, but, uh, yeah, I'll start getting active again on Facebook. There could be other platforms in the works. Um, you know, so follow on all three, you'll probably get different content or, uh, uh just a different variety of content across all three. So that's all I've got. Check out the show notes for a link to the YouTube video from Gary Chapman discussing the five love languages for children. Um, I get no kickback for the uh, recommendation on the book, but I do recommend you go check it out. That's all I've got. Thanks for listening.